Welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Praise God, we are starting a new series. I'm calling it the sevenfold anointing of King David. Our scripture is coming from 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 13 through 22. Here, Samuel anoints David as the new king of Israel. And we're going to start with verse 13. Then Samuel, who was a prophet, took the horn of oil and anointed him, meaning David, in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Samuel arose and went to Ramah. First Samuel chapter 16, verses, verse 13. Then I'm going to jump to the next verse. One of the servants said, look, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a handsome person, and the Lord is with him. I'm going to jump down to verse 22. Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Please let David stand before me, for he has found favor in my sight. So I've just read for you 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 18, 19, and then I jumped to verse 22. Now let's go to Isaiah chapter 55, verses 3 and 4. And it says, I will make an everlasting covenant with you the sure mercies of David. For indeed, I have given him as a witness or model to follow to the people. And that is Isaiah 55 verses three and four. Now, let's get into our topic. King David is a picture. He's a picture of the anointed church the people of God that operate in the power and authority of God through worship that comes from those who walk out lifestyles of radical love and obedience towards Jesus. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. In other words, obey me. We're going to learn much about what God will do in these days as we understand how the anointing operated in David's life. David was empowered with seven new supernatural qualities that he did not have before to equip him to operate as a king or as a leader. And we see that in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 18 through 19, and also verse 22. The Spirit gave David qualities that he did not possess before. There was an abiding grace of the Spirit of God resting on him as a picture of what God wants to do through us. 
We look for New Testament counterparts to these qualities in the grace of God. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, the Bible tells us, but you are a chosen people. God chose us. A royal priesthood, not just any kind of priesthood, but a royal priesthood, a kingly priesthood. You are a holy nation, a people set aside for God's use, a people belonging to God. And why? That you may declare the praises of him. Remember, David was out there with the sheep and he was praising God, singing to God, talking to God, praying to God, so on and so on. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And I just read that particular scripture from the NIV. So first, we're going to start with um, we're going to begin with the definition of anointed. And we're going to do that so that we all are on the same page with what we're talking about. Baker's Evangelical Dictionary of Biblical Theology Anoint means to smear or rub with oil or perfume for either private or religious purposes. The Hebrew term for anoint, masah, has secular connotations such as rubbing a shield with oil. You find that in Isaiah chapter 21 verse 5. Smearing paint on a house, Jeremiah chapter 22 verse 14. Or anointing the body with oil, Amos chapter 6, verse 6. The theological meaning of Messiah is fourfold. First, an individual or object set apart for divine use is said to be anointed. Solomon was anointed ruler over Israel. Um, First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 22. This anointing made him both responsible for and accountable to the people. Anointed kings sometimes fail in their task and were re uh, reminded, they were reminded of their accountability. First uh, Samuel chapter 15, verse 17, and Second Samuel chapter 12, verse 7. Second, when the people were anointed, God empowered them to accomplish his task. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 6. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. Third, no one was allowed to harm God's anointed. First Samuel chapter 24, verse 10. And also first Samuel chapter 26, verse 9. Finally, the term Mashiach derived or came from Massah, which refers to Israel's Messiah who was to come from the house of David. Psalm 84 verse 9, Psalm 89 verse 38, and Psalm 89 verse 51. In the New Testament, Christ is portrayed as the Messiah. Jesus is the promised deliverer, John chapter 1, verse 41, and also John chapter 4, verse 25. Anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power, Acts chapter 10, verse 38. So now let's get in the, into this sevenfold anointing. 
The sevenfold anointing was this. Number one, manifestation of the, the number one manifestation of the spirit was skillful in playing, releasing God's presence to other. Number two, the second manifestation of the spirit, the Bible says that he was a mighty man of valor. He had a courageous heart before difficulty. Third, he was a man of war. The manifestation of the spirit was he became or he was a man of or anointed a man of war successfully defeats the enemy with power. Number four, the manifestation of the spirit was prudent in speech, wise speech in private and public. Manifestation of the spirit. Number five, he was handsome. We're talking about spiritual beauty of holiness. Because remember, the verse uh, prior to all of this, I believe it was verse 12, talks about he, he was good looking, but those are, uh, that was the physical. Here he's saying, you know, he, he was good looking, but we're talking about spiritual, the spiritual beauty of holiness, the, counter, the counterpart of the, the physical attraction. Um manifestation of the spirit number six or the sixth thing that the spirit anointed him with the lord is with him especially the spirit of revelation manifestation of the spirit the seventh the last thing uh the seventh anointing was favor of god he was blessed in his circumstances he had blessed circumstances david was empowered with seven new spirit supernatural uh seven new supernatural qualities that he didn't possess in his natural personality he received ability to do special tasks in god's will and this is called the spirit of might he received the ability to do special tasks in god's will this is called the spirit of might. So the scripture says the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And then you go on the spirit of counsel and might and blah, blah, blah. Go read that in Isaiah chapter 11, verse two. This supernatural grace includes the ability to receive divine information to release God's power and also to gather the people and sustain them in pursuit of the highest things on God's heart. The spirit gave David abilities to do what was impossible to do before. It is the establishing and the then the sustaining in ministry or the marketplace because God's invisible hand is operating on our behalf. We cannot move people or circumstances sufficiently to accomplish God's will unless God is moving behind the scenes. It's not by might. It's not by power. But the scriptures say, but by his spirit, saith the Lord. Zechariah chapter four, verse six. Understanding the spirit of might keeps God's people 
humble in their godly accomplishments and hungry in seeking God for renewal of his favor and power. Now, this is in contrast to being presumptuous with the anointing of the spirit, which um, can end in four minute, forfeiting the spirit's blessing and activity. Many have initiated a ministry or business that required God's invisible activity only then to grieve the spirit and thus end up in impossible situations of not being able to maintain what was established without the invisible hand of God working behind the scenes. We can see an example of the spirit of Mike because the Bible tells us that the spirit of Mike came upon Bezalel in Exodus chapter 31 verse 2 to empower him with skills and revelation in the area of craftsmanship to lead the enterprise of building the tabernacle of Moses. Whether leading in marketplace uh, a, a construction site or the pulpit or wherever we need the operation of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, see, I have called by name Bezalel. I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship to design artistic works, to work in gold and silver and so on. Um, go to Exodus chapter 31, verses 1 through 4. The spirit of might also came upon Saul about 15 years earlier than, than what, you know, we just read about um, King David. The Bible says, then the spirit of the Lord will come upon you. Let it be when these signs come to you that you do as the occasion demands for God is with you. Then the spirit of God came upon him and he prophesied among them. First Samuel chapter 10 verses six through 10. And this is when before the, the spirit of the Lord departed from King Saul. Um, that the spirit of might was upon him. And again, we find that in first Samuel chapter 10, verses six through 10. Before David received the anointing of the spirit, he was described in terms of his natural endowments and appearance. Again, first Samuel chapter 16, verse 12. He was described as ruddy with bright eyes and good looking, which spoke of his reddish complexion and hair. Most Jewish boys back then had black hair. They probably still do. Most Jewish boys had black hair and a dark complexion. Therefore, David's unusual physical feature made him stick out. It made him attractive. The point of this passage is to make a contrast between natural endowments that cannot produce what David David's life was called to achieve in the grace of God, natural endowments, even ones bringing, you know, great distinction without the release of the authority of the of the spirit of God are not sufficient. The spirit of the Lord 
came upon David from that day forward and remained on him through the rest of his life. In other words, it was an abiding grace, an enabling grace that continued until the end. The anointing increased in David's life as he received three strategic installments of it. First in Bethlehem, then about 13 years later in Hebron, then another seven years later, another seven years later in, in um, Jerusalem. Each installment added new dimensions of enabling or abiding grace without diminishing the grace of earlier days. God was just adding on, increasing this grace. Well, that's all for now. Come back next week as we discuss the manifestation of the spirit number one. The goal of this podcast is to influence Christian believers to lead successful or more successful Christian lives as we reflect on the love of God and the word of God. Join us every Wednesday and click that subscribe button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. While you at it, spread the news to your family and friends to check out this podcast. Until next time, all my kings and queens be blessed.